0: This is TID Short Stories, a TID water and power podcast mini series. Every episode, you'll hear a short, unique, and often lesser known story from TID's rich history. And you'll hear these stories that helped build the district's 135 year history told by the people who operate the district today. On today's episode, TID Customer Service Division Manager, Tracy Jones, tells the story of how the district took control of its energy future and became a balancing authority following the California energy crisis of the early 2000s. Going off on your own can be a scary venture. You leave a security blanket and accept responsibility for your own needs or those around you. In 2005, This was the decision made by the Turlock Irrigation District when it assumed full responsibility for meeting the needs of its electrical customers and became a balancing authority. The start of the story, however, begins nearly 10 years prior. The short of it is, following deregulation of the California energy markets, market manipulation led to a sharp increase in electricity costs and supply shortages. Throughout 2000 and 2001, hundreds of thousands of residents across the state experienced blackouts and brownouts. The long of it begins when then-California Governor Pete Wilson signed Assembly Bill 1890, also known as the Electric Utility Industry Restructuring Act, into law on September 23, 1996. The bill would allow customers of investor-owned utilities, also known as IOUs, like Pacific Gas and Electric, and Southern California Edison, the ability to choose their own power provider beginning March 31, 1998. This meant customers could compare prices and choose the utility that best met their needs. AB 1890 would also create an independent statewide transmission system operator to increase reliability and provide new power producers equal opportunity to deliver their supplies. The IOUs, who owned and operated a large majority of the state's transmission system, would be required to transfer operational control to the Cal ISO, although they would retain ownership of their transmission facilities. Finally, the Electric Utility Industry Restructuring Act would create the California Power Exchange, which would operate as a commodities market where power producers could compete to sell their power to buyers at auction. Not included in the new regulation were publicly-owned utilities, also called POUs, like TID. Unlike their IOU counterparts, who are regulated by the California Public Utilities Commission, POUs are governed by publicly-elected boards, either as part of a municipality or independently. TID reports to a five-member board of directors, representing five divisions within TID's service area. Under the Act, IOUs were incentivized to sell their power generation plants to private companies. As soon as the regulation took effect in 1998, utilities began to divest themselves of their owned generation facilities. Rates on consumers were capped until utilities completed the task, which wasn't expected until 2002. However, in summer of 1999, San Diego Gas and Electric became the first investor-owned utility to divest its generation plants and lift the consumer price cap. Within a year of this cap being lifted, as wholesale energy prices sharply increased, consumers saw their electricity bills nearly triple, from a $50 monthly average to $120. The crisis came to a head on June 14, 2000, when California suffered the largest planned power outage since World War II. As temperatures in San Francisco reached 103 degrees, a series of rolling blackouts left 97,000 PG&E customers in the Bay Area without power. The rolling blackouts were ordered by the Cal ISO in hopes of avoiding larger statewide blackouts. A similar major blackout was only narrowly avoided in December, 2000. Suffering from low supply and idle power plants, the Cal ISO declared the first Stage 3 power alert, meaning power reserves had dropped below 3%. Although declaring a Stage 3 alert authorizes the Cal ISO to implement rolling blackouts, the outages were avoided when the state halted two large state and federal water pumps to conserve energy. TID, however, was in a strong position entering the new millennium. TID's mission has long been to deliver safe and reliable irrigation water and power and this was no different in 2000. While utilities across the state were scrambling to acquire energy, TID was confident in their ability to provide for their customers. Thanks to careful planning, TID had sufficient generation resources of its own and long-term contracts to meet the needs of its customers year-round. A small bit of historical context, in 1999, the world prepared for Y2K, the turning of the new millennium, Many feared that computers, which had been programmed to represent only the final two digits of the year, would be unable to distinguish the year 2000 from 1900. This problem could disrupt banking, air travel, and electric utilities. TAD prepared for Y2K by developing its own customer information system completely in-house prior to the year 2000. In fact, that CIS remained in place until 2020 when the district implemented a new CIS system. All that said, Y2K created minimal problems around the world. It wasn't just power supply that tied the hands of the state and the IOUs during the energy crisis, however. As a result of the sharply increasing wholesale costs, the IOUs, including PG&E and Southern Cal Edison, were buying power at a very high price, but were unable to raise retail rates. Previously, the utilities could generate their own electricity for only three cents per kilowatt hour. Now having divested from their generation facilities, they were paying up anywhere from 11 to 15 cents a kilowatt hour and sometimes more, but were capped at selling that power for only 6.7 cents per kilowatt hour to retail customers. As a result, by 2001, even after CPUC approved rate hikes, Southern Cal Edison announced that it would not be able to pay $596 million owed to creditors. PG&E was also close to defaulting on payments. Due to the cash-strapped utilities, many out-of-state power generators refused to sell power to California during that time for fear they would not be paid. Beginning on January 17, 2001, the Cal ISO ordered two days of rolling blackouts affecting hundreds of thousands of residents across Northern and Central California. Then-Governor Gray Davis signed an emergency order allowing the California Department of Water Resources to buy power to try to stave off Southern Cal Edison and PG&E bankruptcy and further blackouts. On March 19, 2001, the Cal ISO ordered the first statewide rolling blackout, the two-day blackout period affected more than 1.5 million electric customers across the state. For the first time, these rolling blackouts had reached Southern California. TID once again made it through the year unaffected by the rolling blackouts. While the district had to meet statewide emergency load-shedding obligations, it did so by working with industrial customers to voluntarily reduce their energy consumption at peak times. This allowed the district to meet its requirements without impacting large populations of customers. PG&E ultimately filed for bankruptcy in April of that same year. Southern Cal Edison worked out a plan with the state to avoid the same fate. Although the district had made it through the 2000 2001 energy crisis unscathed, TID began making plans to solidify its energy future. TID moved forward to secure access from the Western Energy Coordinating Council, to operate its own local grid. Then on December 1st, 2005, TAD assumed full responsibility of the generation, scheduling and delivery of electricity to its customers, officially becoming a balancing authority. As a balancing authority, the district is responsible for meeting the electricity needs of our customers, matching supply with demand on a moment by moment basis. TID is one of eight balancing authorities operating in California, and that responsibility ensures reliability to our customers to this very day. As heat waves have hit California in recent years, so have energy emergencies, although not to the level of the early 2000s. Throughout the state, Californians have experienced rolling blackouts and calls to conserve energy during these dire times. And while still encouraged to conserve, power to TID customers was unaffected. The district even helped the state by providing a small amount of energy back to the grid during peak times, just as it did in 2000. Thanks to strong leadership and prudent planning, TID has turned the scary venture of going out on its own into an opportunity to better care for our customers and to flourish.